bring you a bottle of wine. <laughs> I don't drink wine. You're 10 minutes away from me, sis, so <laughs> we can drink that together. Tequila is my choice. Oh, you want tequila? What kind of tequila? doesn't matter. Just whatever oh, just does whatever. the trick. All right, I got you. <laughs> Welcome back to Life Unfiltered. This is episode three, and I have my really good friend Nikki here with me today. Hello. I'm really happy that you have agreed to do this with me. Girl, of course, of course. <laughs> when I called you that one night, we had like a full-blown conversation, and it was emotional. Very emotional. But it was so powerful at the same time. Because I think both like two women talking about it is just like so empowering, and then just hearing your standpoint of it just made it even more emotional. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Shake it up. <laughs> I know. Nerves. Uh, okay, so... Your Instagram says hustle and heart in your bio, which is entirely you. Yeah. So you post just inspirational things, like motivations, and your glow up is insane. You are thriving, my dear. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. I'm so glad you noticed that. Of course. My bio, wow. I mean, of course I did deep dive. You did. You did. (laughs) You went, you dived deep. But you just have transformed completely in the last two to three years. And obviously we're going to get into that because your story is absolutely moving. It's emotional. It's heartbreaking, but also you are probably the most resilient person that I know. You're so sweet. (laughs) Like you've got grit girl. (laughs) Thank you. Like you are grit. Mm, That's all it is. Say louder. Grit. (laughs) (laughs) But you're just very humble and you're very just modest and you're just like, this is just who I am and Mm -hmm. this is my message and this is my purpose and I'm just going to keep putting it out there. And, you know, and you're not stuck up about it. Like you're just very natural in how you go about with like how you post about yourself and how you, you know, send the positive messages that you do. And you are now a trainer. Yes. Yes, I am. So you're also posting... Great workouts. Thank you. Coming from you. Thank you. What? Thank you. Because I look up to you. Oh, thanks. I was like, Jen. Okay, Jen. She does oh, this. I got to do this. Cool. <laughs> no, but you, you, what you've been doing has been noticed. Thank you. Um, I'm sure not just by me. I'm sure by everybody, even strangers. And I just wanted to kind of explain what your Instagram is like, because remember this podcast is life unfiltered. So it's mm-hmm. taking you off of Instagram, putting you in my right. chair. <laughs> And I'm here. I'm here. In it's the flesh. Real. It's real. It's in real. In the flesh, taking filters off, taking, yes. you know, everything off and just stripping you down to just like who you really are. Mm-hmm. And I think you're a pretty amazing person and I'm really excited for you to share your story. Thank you. Because I think it's 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 a powerful one. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be. It's an honor to be here, actually. Oh, it is. It great. is. Great. Truly. <laughs> Truly. So let's just get right into it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> So I met Nikki at Equinox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were at the front desk, yeah. and I think you bef- befriended my little brother first. Yes, because he was my coworker. Yeah, right. And I have very bad memory, so I can't really remember specific interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like a thing. I don't know. Anyways, it's not you about know so me. Many people. And I just kind of like pop in and pop out. And I think we just started talking here and there. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you're, you're Eddie's sister or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. exactly what it was. Okay. Most conversations go that way. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so that was like a wild guess. Yeah. 
And because you're like twins. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, no, it's fine. Um, so then we started building a relationship from there mm-hmm. and, you know, we would get into deep conversations mm-hmm. and, you know, then your whole life changed. Yeah. And I got to see another version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You completely evolved. So let's talk about it. So what happened? Um, I know. So May 8th, 2018, literally my life changed like in a second. Um, I was tumbling. I was at work, decided to stay over for open gym. And um, one mistake just didn't prep right. I didn't set right. And tumbling wise and just fell and broke my back. (laughs) Burst fracture. Just casual broke my back. Casually. Yeah. Had no idea at the time. Had no idea. So hold on. So you were going to a gym, a gymnastics place. Yeah. Where where I worked. Where you worked as an instructor. Um, Coach slash assistant coordinator. For like younger kids or? Younger teenage kids. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you've been doing gymnastics since you were like two Exactly, yeah. Okay, and then your mom got you into it. She did. Because she was a gymnast herself. She was a gymnast, Okay, that's so cute. I know. We were tumbling, you know, doing somersaults at the age of two. I love that. And she was just helping you and teaching you. All the time. So by the time you got to gymnastics class, you were ahead of everybody. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. I love that. It was great. So you're a coach at this gym, Mm -hmm. and you're just going in for a normal day. Mm -hmm. And are you showing your students, what they're about to do, or you were just practicing? No. So I was already finished with work. And then after work, it's open gym. Mm -hmm. Um, so anybody could go. So a couple of actually a couple people from Equinox, Monica, I don't remember if you remember her. Um, she was like, do you want to go to open gym? So I was like, sure. Like I'll stay. At first I was very hesitant on even staying. I was like, I'm tired. I kind of want to go home. But then I was like, I'll just go, you know, why not? So I was just warming up. We were just tumbling, and it's the easiest thing of what I did, and just... What, I, what was the combo? Right, I know. It was a round-off backhand spring back tuck. I feel like that was, like, in Bring It On, right? Yeah, it sounded like that <laughs> round-off backhand spring back <laughs> That's the best movie ever. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it is. Yeah, um, just... You know, I did one and then literally a minute later I did it again. And then just this time I just did not set properly. What does that mean? So with someone that, I mean, I don't understand gymnastics. Mm -hmm. I've never done it. So what does it mean set? So you need to hurdle a certain way to get into that round off to be able to have that power to go into a back handspring Mm. and to be able to go into the backflip. And, you know, you just have to set properly every single time and not blink out. So you kind of blinked out? Yeah, midair. I, Wh- I've done that think- multiple times. Oh, you're, you just kind of like have a brain fart. Literally. You just forget what you're doing. Oh, okay. And I don't... And That's I've, definitely happened to me before. So I know what you're saying yeah. like in a performance where I'm like, I'm just so used to it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly what happened. And I've done it multiple times in gymnastics. It's not my first time. The way I landed was not my first time landing like that either. So I was like, okay, I'm cool. Like the way I landed was not the best way to land. Um, to fall. So did you landed on your back? I landed on my back, but my legs went over. So you did like a scorpion type of thing? But reverse. Like reverse reverse scorpion. Yeah, yeah, reverse. Yeah, reverse. Gotcha. So, okay. oh. And then it just kind of like snapped. Oh, who? 
And I didn't feel anything. Oh, you didn't feel it, but did you hear anything? I didn't even hear anything. So, okay, what was going through your mind when that happened, when you just landed on the mat? I just knocked the wind out of myself. Okay. And that's, like, the instant, like, feeling that I had was, like, okay, I fell, I'm going to be okay. But then I was having a really hard time breathing, and that's when I knew, like, okay, I just knocked the wind out of myself. I'll be up in a minute. And then... I couldn't catch my breath. And you know when you're just like... Yeah, yeah. You're just like heavy, heavy breathing. And I was like, okay. Like you're gasping. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. Like, I just need to catch my breath. And I couldn't catch my breath for like a good 20 minutes. It took me about a minute to actually realize, okay, like I'm kind of... Like I'm really seriously Something's injured. Wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you... Could you move your body? Like, was it... Uh, no, I just stayed still. Like... It's not that I I didn't even try to move to be honest because I couldn't couldn't catch so my breath at all. So you were just so all. focused on trying. I to was breathe. shocked. I oh. yeah, and trying to focus on my breathing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that everyone was like, "Let's call the ambulance. Let's call the ambulance." I was like, "No, it's okay. I'm gonna be fine." I think that's like every athlete. They're like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need I, help." Yeah. You. I don't think your brain was like processing. Not at all. Yeah. You don't like think of the any serious damage. Like, I've done happen. this before. You exactly. know, I've fallen before multiple times in your career as a gymnast since you were two years old. Yeah. You're in your twenties. Now, yeah, I was twenty. And maybe a part wow. of you, you know, subconsciously knew that you were hurt, but you were kind of denying it. Didn't. It was denial for sure. Like I was like, "I'm gonna be okay. I'm fine." I'm, I know. I honestly, I just think about it. I'm like. What in the world? Oh my gosh. Okay, so so what happens next? Um, so I just could not could not catch my breath. The ambulance came because they were like, okay, this is serious. Like we have to call the ambulance. So I was like, okay, call the ambulance. They call them. They get there, and then as soon as they get there was when my toes started to tingle, oh, no. and that's when I knew I messed up because I <laughs> yeah, as a trainer, you know what the damage is of like when your toes start to tingle. For me, I was like, all right, (laughs) what's going to happen? Like, what's going on? And then at that point, when they were there, they were just hooking me up to IVs. And then I couldn't be on my back anymore. It was too much pressure being put on my back. So now the shock's wearing off and you're starting to feel it. Yeah, I'm starting to feel everything now at this point. So, yeah. And then they rolled me over. And as soon as they rolled me over, everyone was like... (gasps) And then at that point, I was like, okay, like, like what? Like, the nurses gasped. Like, yeah, the, the paramedic was like, and then my, you know, a couple of people around me that I didn't know were like, what is that? Um, what is going on right. in your head at this moment? Oh, my God. And I'm in shock still, so I'm like, I don't know, like, what's going on. They rolled me over, and then all of a sudden, I just hear, do you see that? And it's just, somebody said it's just a lump, like, oh. on my back. Yeah, and then being on my side for, like, that minute was too much pressure. Mm-hmm. So then they had to roll me back over to my back. They were rolling me over, and then at this point, they're like, okay, this is trauma. Like, we have to go. But we were waiting for um, Sherman Oaks Hospital to tell me, like, if I should be able to – if I should go there or if I should go to Cedars. Mm. So that was, like, another 20 minutes just waiting for that phone call. So it's, like, chaotic. It was a little intense. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the most intense, you know, thing I've ever been through. And then, um, yeah, they just put me in the stretcher. And then that part was, like, the hardest part because they had to lift me. And at this point, I was starting to feel, like, literally everything. everything. And yeah. even though I was hooked up to morphine, they, I, literally everything oh was being... Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. 
So where did you go? Cedars? I ended up at Cedars because they were like, this is trauma. You have to go to Cedars. Like, this is emergency. Emergency. Like, you need to get in now. Um, The ambulance ride was insane. Going from... the bumps and stuff in the road? Yes. Like, you would think an ambulance would have, like, good shocks. (laughs) But... (laughs) It's bumpy. It was so bumpy at this point. I was... And then I'm in, you know, the neck thing. And then I'm just like this, just, like, hanging out. The guy, (sighs) the paramedic, was so cool. And I kept asking him, did I, did I break something? Did, am I okay? Am I okay? He was like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. So they don't know anything at this point. They don't know anything. They haven't done x-rays. They haven't done any scans. Nothing. Oh my God. Nothing. Because it's just going to, from Sherman Oaks to Beverly Hills. And that's not a short drive. Not at all. So that was like the (laughs) longest drive of my life, (laughs) it felt like at that time. So you get to Cedars, then what happens? I was rushed in, um... Literally, all I all I can remember is just being rushed in. Just as soon as I get into the door, they're already cutting my clothes. Oh, my gosh. Like, they're like... It you're, sounds like a show. Oh. Like Grey's Anatomy or something. You know, yes. <laughs> exactly. Reminded me of that. As soon as I stepped in, like... Stepped in. Oh, my God. As like, soon as I was... Down. Right? right. <laughs> laying down. You're laying down still. Yeah. <laughs> they were just cutting all my clothes, mm-hmm. um, hooking me up to IVs, making sure, like, my blood pressure was okay... Um, my heart rate was good. And then they were like, okay, we need to go into an MRI. I was like, okay. That's a good idea. Great idea. (laughs) But being stuck inside and I don't know if anybody's been in an MRI before, but it's that little tunnel thing that's very super loud Mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going on, but you're just feeling so much pressure because at the time I still couldn't catch my breath. Yeah. Um, and then I was hooked up to more um, medication. Oh now this time I was hooked up to like the highest pain medication at this time. Still feeling everything. Ugh. And then I was in the MRI for a good 20 minutes just in this tunnel, just like staring, like having no clue what's going on. Okay. So you go into surgery. Yes. And how long was the surgery for? Surgery was eight hours. Holy moly. Yeah. Eight hours. And... I woke up just not even knowing where I was, to be honest. I mean, eight hours is a long time. (laughs) Girl, it was it was intense. I woke up to nobody that I knew around me. Yeah, that's just nurses. Mm -hmm. Because they sent everybody home because they're like, this is gonna be a long night. And then um, Because now you've been under for eight hours mm -hmm. and then you wake up. So you're kind of like restarting your consciousness. Literally, yeah. So then you're like panicked. I panicked. I started crying. I was like, what's going on? Like, Mm -hmm. what happened? The nurse came in and she was just like, hi, Nicole. Her name is Nicole too, which is crazy. Um, She was like, hi, Nicole. I'm nurse Nicole. I just want to let you know that everything is okay. You're going to be fine. Um, Let me call your sister and tell her that you're good. And I was like, what's going on? (laughs) Still, you have no idea. Yeah. I'm like still like so lost. I knew something was seriously happened. How were you feeling just laying there? Numb. Just numb. Like, you really didn't feel anything. Nothing. Mm, okay. Just so, like, droggy and just, like, you know, I guess when once you get out of surgery, you just, you don't really know what to you're think. kind of there. You get, and you're very emotional. Yeah. I was so emotional. I think I started crying as soon as I woke up and I didn't see anyone around me. I think now everything's starting to come together and you're putting it together and mm-hmm. you're like, is my life just completely changed forever in yeah. the worst kind of way? And then once the nurse reminded me like that I broke my back was when I was like, am I going to be able to walk? Yeah. 
that question was number one. The first thing that I asked, and they were like, we're not quite sure yet. Oh, my God, they didn't even know. No, they had no idea because they were waiting for my sister to get there um, and then for my doctor to get there so I can, you know, do the test and everything like that. Yeah. So this one, I'm just, like, laying there, like, had no idea, like, what the outcome was going to be. So you completely broke your back. Like, from, you told me, from T12 to L2. So for listeners that aren't familiar with the anatomy of the body, so there's your cervical spine Mm -hmm. from the back of your neck. There's your thoracic spine, which is, like, down the center. And then your lumbar lumbar spine, L, low back, lumbar, same thing. Um, so T12, so that's like mid back yeah. down to like low back, low back, basically yeah. right above the tailbone, right above the tailbone. So that's what you broke. Completely. It was a burst fracture. So it's like compressed. Literally my bones were being pushed into my spinal cord. And then when you see an X, when you see my X-ray, people are like, you're going to have to send me a picture if you're oh, okay with that. Uh, yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. 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 Just to... Put it out there. Exactly. Yeah. No, because when you see it, they're like, this is insane. Like, how are you walking? How are you even moving or living? Like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. And I get super emotional about it and I want to cry about it that I'm even able to be where I am today. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So you finally get to talk to the doctor. Mm-hmm. What's the next steps moving forward? You were just in surgery for eight hours. The doctor comes to you, and what's the next step? He was like, you know, just asked me how I'm feeling, and I was like, I'm good. Then he was like, okay, we got to do the test. The tests were to lift my legs, see if I had any feeling in my legs. You can wiggle your toes. Wiggle my toes. That feeling of being able to push down onto his hands, because I was able to, was a sign of relief to everybody in that room. Oh, my gosh, yes, because you were at risk of, like, paralysis right my doctor was like you're a miracle walker like you're gonna be a miracle walker like you this is insane wow wow I have chills yeah he was like you just need to push down on my you know my hands see if you have any feeling and if you do then you know it's progress from there so you get cleared of feeling or having any paralysis in the lower half of your body so that's checked off the list that was checked like off. we're crossing that out yeah that's not happening mm-hmm. so then what's the next steps you know how long were you in the hospital for I was in the hospital for a week okay and then did they have you work with a physical therapist um yes so the, my doctor actually made me walk literally the next day okay he was like I think you posted a photo right yeah of yourself holding my yeah my my the um, oh you were in a walker i I was in the no this one yeah i was in the walker yeah yes something i can't remember like you because you were really open about this on your um instagram which i I thought was amazing and honestly like obviously you were doing that for your friends and family Mm -hmm. that it's just so much easier it's a relief for them yeah because everyone was checking in on me exactly and it's just so much easier to put it out there right um for them to see that you're okay Mm -hmm. and also it's kind of cathartic to kind of share those things because then you'll receive those messages of encouragement. That was super um, And that's what I'm saying is like about you. You're not someone that's like, I'm doing this for attention. Right. You know, my life has completely changed in a matter of just a combination of 
tumbling. Literally, that's something I've been doing my entire life. Yeah, and you're like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm going to pivot, and I'm going to use this as a way to, you know, keep myself moving forward. So you walked the next day. Yeah, well, yes. Trying to stand up to walk was the hardest. So thing. can you can you explain that? Like, if you remember the feeling, like what was that like? Because you went from <sighs> not even thinking about standing up <laughs> mm-hmm. to like, holy shit! Like I have to relearn how to do like, this again. I literally have to do this. Like I have to try to do it. It was probably the most emotional thing. To ever go through. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you're so used to be able to, like, okay, I'm going to get up. We take it for granted. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Absolutely. And um, it was honestly the hardest thing, and I cried because your whole strength is your core, literally, mm-hmm. and your back, you know, yeah. is connected. Yeah. And I had no... Core strength. You just felt nothing. Nothing. So trying to stand up and trying to lift myself up was not happening. Did you just feel completely unstable, just completely weak? Just so weak, like, to the point where I was like, I can't do this. And a weakness that obviously you've never experienced in your life. Never. Obviously, I mean. Yeah. But you've always been strong. My entire life. You're an athlete. Yeah. So this is just kind of like second nature for you of Mm -hmm. just movement. So then now you're here kind of starting from ground zero. Literally. So you stand up. I stand up, which Mm -hmm. was really great. Um, Everyone was clapping. Everyone was cheering, crying at the same time. How do you not? Yeah. And then they were like, okay, let's take some steps. Were you scared? I was so scared. I was so scared. Like... I know. I just every time I like re talk about my stories, like I was terrified because I just didn't know if I was gonna fall. Of course. And you know, just the feeling of falling again was like the scariest part. Um, But I did. I did a step, and then I was like, okay, I got another step. Mm -hmm. You know, I can do it. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't make it out of my room the first day. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, it was. And I was like, that's progress already. Yeah. It was literally the next you were day like, the out of surgery. The fact that I can stand up is great. Right, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what happens next? You, you get released from the hospital. I get released. And then what does that look like for you? Honestly, I had no idea what my life was going to be like. Were you after. still just processing everything? You, and you were just kind of numb? So numb. I literally lost all muscle in my body. I literally lost, I lost so much weight from it. Like Mm -hmm. I just felt so useless at the time. Like I just didn't know what my life was going to be like anymore. Am I going to be able to work again? Am I going to be able to coach again? Just so many uncertainties. So many uncertainties. Looking at the road ahead, you're just like, okay, shit. Yeah, exactly. I have so much to do. I don't even know where to begin. Mm -hmm. I don't even know when it's going to end. Right. So you're kind of like at the beginning of this like tunnel. Yeah. So what is, so you're just numb. Like there's no mindset really. No mindset at this point, to be honest. So you go home, unpack your stuff or whatever you had with you. What do you do? You just lay down? I was like bed rest for like the longest time. My doctor was like, make sure you get up, make sure you go for walks. Because like, and when I was in the hospital, I did have a physical therapist that would be like, okay, let's go for walks. So I would, you know, take my walker, go outside, walk around. I made sure to walk at least every day just to clear my mind and 
to make sure I'm still going to be able to do it and, you know, to gain muscle back practice, everything. Um, Sitting down and getting up was the hardest part. Were there times where you didn't even want to get up? Girl, I was in bed for like, I would be in bed for like hours and hours. Um, But during the nights, like you, and we take this for granted too, being able to roll over. Oh yeah. You couldn't. No. And like you had trying to, have to someone fi- help you. Oh yeah. Like trying to find a comfy spot when you have like, you know, especially when you had stitches on your you back. Have like a bandage. Everything. Like, there's yeah, wow. Yeah. It w- so I got no sleep. So I think that's why I slept so much or like tried to sleep yeah. or was in bed so much yeah. because I didn't sleep. Like I was exhausted. What did you do to pass the time when you were in bed? <clears throat> Just Netflix. Netflix. Wow, I watched literally probably everything. <laughs> on there. I bet. And the pandemic yeah. happened. You know, like I've done this. Right. Before. I've already watched this multiple times. Like, let's let's watch already. it again. Oh my gosh. Um, Instagram. I started. Um, I started writing. Oh, okay, yeah. Good. I started writing, like writing, just journaling, just or journaling. writing like poems or something. No, just journaling. Okay. About my experiences, I would write. Um, I would I journal. It's great. Yeah, and I look back at it now, and I'm like, wow. Because I would journal probably every day on how I was feeling that day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's probably so mind-blowing to look at the right now, like where you are now, and mm-hmm. read that exact moment where you were. It, it probably is such a good reminder for you that like you can bet on yourself. Literally. We'll get there. So yeah. stay, keep, keep <laughs> yeah. with us. Now you're completely injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're now in recovery mode. And I know that you, um, your mom was sick. Yes. During this. During the whole thing. So talk a little bit about your mom. Okay. Um, so my mom's been sick pretty much my entire life. Oh, your entire life? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, Just like medical, is it the same thing? No. So it was, um, first was her kidney. She lost her kidney when I was like, I want to say six. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And then she got a kidney transplant. Luckily. Thank God. Um, it lasted, I think, like five, five, six years. And they're only supposed to last at least three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So it lasted a while. Yeah. Um, and then that one failed, um, her transplant kidney. Mm-hmm. And when that one failed, her actual kidney failed. So at this point, she has no kidneys. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And the kidneys, if you don't know, is circulates everything, like your blood and, you know, cleans your system, like literally. It's, it's an important it, organ. It's a very important <laughs> organ. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she would be on dialysis like every day for about six hours, eight hours a day. Wow. And I'm a child. So you're still six years old, six, seven, eight. At this point, yeah. Like at this point, I was I was in middle school, middle school. when so she had like lost both. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. she had it for like five, six years. You just said, yes. And then she ended up losing her other one. Her other kidney had. at the same so time. So you're like preteen, teenager, middle school, about to probably go to high school. Exactly. Okay. And she lost both, and you know, dialysis every single day. So looking at her, like it, it's just crazy everything that she went through. Um, I mean, especially being. That's, yeah, it's heavy. And on top of that, she would get sick because your immune system, because she yeah, I mean, has she's nothing to do dialysis to. like every day, and that's just kind of like pumping your body exactly and keeping her alive exactly. So um, yeah, she was she just got super super sick, mm-hmm. um, 
in the meantime, she would have like heart attacks and she would get like these ammonia, small, small heart attacks, small heart attacks. Um, but she went through a lot. Um, and then I want to say she was diagnosed with cancer the beginning of 2018. Okay. So the year of my accident. Right. Okay. Um, and then it got really, really bad. My mom wasn't even able to see me in the hospital because the ICU, um, her immune system just wasn't where they would want it her to be. It was just too critical. Too critical for her to be around. Exactly. Yeah. So um, she wasn't able to see me. And also she was really weak. So she wasn't able to get up and see me. Which Were you guys in the same hospital? No. Oh. Yeah, she like, stayed at she, she was always at UCLA. I yeah. was like, wait, are, were you, are you saying that you were at the same hospital? Wouldn't that like, be crazy? Hey, that down would the been... hall. Mom. Hey. What's up? <laughs> right? That would be fun because I feel like maybe you'd be able to see her through a window or something. That's what I would. Yeah, I could have walked That would be best her. case scenario. Oh. Now I'm just like making Dang. things up. But anyways. Darn, that would have been a good one. Oh. That would have been crazier. That would have been crazier. Yeah. That would have actually made my story, you know, incredible. But it already is. Anyways, um, so she was at UCLA and um, she was critical because her immune system was completely just shot. Yeah. Um, and then I would say Jill, um, end of June was when I still wasn't even in physical therapy yet at this point. Oh. I was still like, I was supposed to be in bed. I was supposed to be just resting and recovering. Um, but then my mom got really, really sick and there was a time where I was like, okay, I kind of feel better. Like, let me go see my mom. At this time she's at home. She was at home at this point. And then... Is is she on hospice at this point? No. Not oh, yet. so she's not. Okay. Not yet. No. So just to kind of refresh everybody. So Nikki got injured in May mm-hmm. and your mom is already sick at this point yeah. with cancer. So in June she sent home. Yeah. And so you get to go see her. I do. Which is great. Which is great. Um, my sister was like, let's go see mom. Perfect. Like, and then that would have helped me boost. Like, you know, I was feeling down. So I was like, yeah, let's go see mom. So, you know, my sister having to pick me up, take, put me into her car. Like, like she carried you? I mean, no, she tried, you know, she lifted me up. I, you know, she, bless her soul. Oh she my did gosh. a lot. What's the age difference? Um, just a year. Oh, no way. Yeah. She's 93. I'm 92. Have you ever posted about your sister? All the time. I need to go back and look. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Her and my, <laughs> her and my little brother. I'm also in my apartment. So just a reminder, <laughs> if you haven't listened to other episodes and you're just listening to this one, I am recording in my apartment. So you're going to hear random dogs yapping, oh. kids screaming, <laughs> someone screaming, someone honking the Something. horn. So bear with us. Right. So right. you see your mom. Yeah. And um, we walk inside and she just doesn't look good. Mm. Um, she. Like, you know, in your heart, like she something's was, wrong. Right. And I think that's why we went to go see her because we just knew something was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. Like we just had like this urge of like, let's go see mom. That intuition, man. Is ugh, that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Trust mm-hmm. it. They had given her a anti-inflammatory, mm. which thinned her blood so much uh, that yeah. it was just right. Come, yeah. So um, she was losing a lot, and just witnessing that, and then just everything on top of this, it was just it was a lot. So um, she we, she was in the hospital for at least like a week or two. Mm-hmm. So I was in and out of the hospital visiting her. Um, she had a couple blood transfusions in the meantime. So it was July 4th, and we really wanted to stay and watch the fireworks with my mom. And she told us, like, it's okay, go home, like, go enjoy yourself. 
And um, the next day at this point, the doctors, we were talking about hospice care Mm. um, because, you know, we thought she was getting better. Mm. And then um, literally July 5th, the next morning of July 4th, the nurse called my sister and was like, hey, we could set up hospice care. Are you ready? Like we can, you know, bring it to your house. Like, what do you want to do? And we were like, okay, yeah, let, let's do it. Did you, and you understood what hospice was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause when my grandma was diagnosed <clears throat> with cancer, um, it, it went, it was quick for her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what hospice was. Mm. And because in my mind, she had beat breast cancer really young, like late 50s. Uh, they caught it early. Oh, good. And so I was like, she'll, she'll beat it this time, right? Yeah. Like, so naive. And my sister had explained to me what hospice was. Mm. And that was like wow. the end of my life, like world. Right. I remember screaming into a pillow mm. because my sister, she's a nurse. And okay. she was just like, that's... That's the final stage Pretty where much. you go to rest until the end. Until the end, but in your home. In your home, with your family, your home. comfort. Yep. Exactly. So I, that was, I got rocked by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least you knew what it was. So yeah. you kind of knew what was happening. I, I knew what was happening, but I was in denial. Of course. I didn't think it would happen so soon. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then... <laughs> Right after, thanks, girl. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was literally um, just in case, you know. I'm gonna need it. I'll Um, probably need one too. (laughs) I just handed her a tissue. Yeah, you know, getting a little emotional. Okay, so it's July 5th. She thinks she gets. um, You guys get the opportunity to bring her home. So we thought. um, Yeah. So we got a call. You know, the doc- the nurse was like, you know, we could do hospice care. When do you want to set it up? Yeah. We could set it up ASAP. Um, my sister was like, yeah, like, let's set it up. Um, the nar- nurse was like, okay, let me get the contacts. Like, let me call you back in just a second. Um, the nurse literally called back in a second, but was like, your mom's having a heart attack. You need to come to the hospital. Oh, no. <laughs> and... Um, Literally, we literally just, like, dropped everything because we were like, you just told us we could do hospice care. Right. And you, uh, so you had this idea in your head of, like, okay, I can have my mom, like, accessible at home. And we could go visit her and, like, you know, things like that. Or I could stay with you and... um, You kind of just, like, make up this idea in your head but it was literally not even a minute later the nurse oh, wow. called back just like seconds later literally seconds later oh my gosh like I'm getting chills my yeah my sister hung up and was like okay we're gonna do hospice care for mom ring ring your mom's having a heart attack you need to come to the hospital oh my god and you know it's 9 a.m we're in the valley she's at ucla and that's just not and i'm still in a and, walker and this is during the week this is during the week. So this is like, and pre-pandemic, so f- traffic is full-blown. Full. Oh, if you have never been on the 405 at, south um, at 9 a.m. <laughs> you don't want to be there. Right. Um, okay, so you guys are making your way over there. Making just our way. Bad out of hell going. Not talking to each other. We're just... Because you both are just like... Focused. Like there's this, you know, unspoken understanding that both of you are like this... This, this is, could this be is it. it. Yeah. Okay. We literally were just like, 
this, this, this is it. Because there's like this powerful connection with your siblings. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't speak for everybody because everybody's different mm-hmm. with their relationships with their siblings. Right. But I know for sure, you know, the four of us, of my siblings, like we're really close and mm-hmm. we've gone through loss, especially with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really hard too. And so there's just kind of this like unspoken connection with each right. other of just like, even to this day, you know, losing someone that you love so much, it, it just never gets easier to talk about. Never. And so if someone mentions my grandmother, like a memory, I can literally feel my body tense and mm-hmm. then I can feel my siblings kind of tense up and like their eyes get wide, it's like fighting that emotion. Yeah. So we just all look at each other like, okay, we're going to stop talking about it right now. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yes, exactly so what it is. just this like connection and the bond of like the emotional loss. I- exactly. So and you, you have to- that connection forever with them. Yeah, which is so special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, I can't speak for everybody. Everyone's different, but mm-hmm. that's at least my experience, your experience. Same, yeah. So you get to UCLA. Get to UCLA. Um, my sister pulled up to the valet and was like, just take my keys. Me, she had to go run, find a wheelchair, because there was no way we were going to make it upstairs with me. I forgot you were injured, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And trying to, I mean, in the meantime, like before this day had happened, um, we were visiting my mom often. And yeah. so I was relearning to walk yeah. at this point. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to Westwood, anybody, but the crosswalks, I used to walk that and it takes 35 seconds, right? I took that entire 35 seconds to walk from one side of the street to the other. I'm sorry. And horns were being honked. Like, oh, <laughs> I was no. like, <laughs> I'm just listen, re- if you told them your story, it would be different. They wouldn't honk at you. Listen, I had a back brace on and they still, and they st- this is why I'm saying don't LA. judge people because <laughs> you LA. don't know LA, what they're going like, through. You just drive me Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So I was relearning how to walk, but at this point it was not fast enough. You know what I mean? So my sister goes, grabs a wheelchair, literally is just, we're flying in UCLA hospital, just like making, my mom's at the top, at the top floor. We get up there and you just, you just see like 20, 30 people in her room. Oh no. And hospital rooms aren't big. um, And there's people outside. People go and like, who are you? Who are you? And I'm like, I'm we're her daughters. Yeah. Like, I'm my brother was there. I was like, I'm her son. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we need to talk to you. Like, what's this? What's this? Like, you're and I just was like, I just want to see my mom. Yeah. I don't want to answer anything until yeah. I see my mom. Like everything just was blurred and you couldn't it's, hear anything. You were yeah. just so solely focused on seeing your mom. Just seeing my mom. Yeah. And seeing her was not not my mom. So, what do you mean when you say that? Um, you just see her... So she had a heart attack. Was she, it like a massive heart attack? It was a massive heart attack oh, no. at this okay. point. Um, you just see her connected to all, all the wires were just on her. Her yeah. eyes were just like big. Mm. Um, you could tell she had no idea what was going on. Um, and so she's like coherent. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Very. And she was... But the one thing was like when we went up to her and we were like... Natalie's here, Nikki's here, Tyler's here. She like woke up in a way and things started to calm down at that point. Um, but we just knew it was not 
It was her, it was her time. She passed away later that night. Okay. Yeah, we um, they took her into the ICU. Did they warn you at all, saying like this may happen in the next couple hours or this may happen tonight? Um, they knew. They 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 hooked her up to machines to keep her organs um, going because her organs were already shutting down. All of her organs were shutting down. Mm. Um, so thank goodness for you know technology and everything. Um, so they were keeping her alive pretty much until we said either okay mm. or um, she went on her own and okay. we let her just go, go on her own. own. Yeah. But watching that was not. Oh. The um, best, but it was the best thing to be, or you know, to be there. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get so emotional. But <laughs> I um, I just gotta keep the train going, <laughs> girl. <laughs> uh, I can totally so <laughs> relate. Um, seeing my grandmother pass away mm-hmm. was the most life changing moment of my entire life. One, because I've never seen that in person. Were you in the hospital? No, she was at home. Oh. We had her in hospice. My mom wanted her yeah. at home because she didn't want her to be alone. Right. And I'm glad that she did that because mm-hmm. we were able to go through it with her, and it was exhausting. I mean, you you have obviously explaining this journey. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. And you're in your own medical injuries dealing with that. So... Seeing someone take their last breath, someone that you absolutely love and adore, mm-hmm. um, I, I have no words for it. It's just you'll never forget it. That's and exactly it. I remember <laughs> looking at my mom like, that's it? And she was like, that's it? And I was like, we live this whole life mm-hmm. and worry about the stupidest shit and care about the wrong things and all for just a simple gasp and then it's over preach and I um it just I can play it in my head so like for you to say that it's like of course my grandmother didn't she wasn't the same grandmother I knew because cancer it went to her brain and it just ravaged her Mm. and it wasn't the same person so that was really hard too to come to terms with so Mm -hmm. So you saw your mom pass, mm-hmm. and did you know that she was about to pass, or it just kind of happened? Um, yeah, you could see... Um, like her vitals her, were dropping. Her, yeah. Her, her um, breath was, like, getting shallow. Was, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, her heartbeat was going, you know, down. Sometimes it would... Super random, but I guess it was like the electricity, but it would go blank and then all of a sudden it would go up. So like we were so confused for like, it would do that for at least an hour. And then at just like one point it was just, it was flat. And And that was it. And that was it. And exactly what you said, you just, that's it. You just don't even know what to do. Like you don't even know what to think. We had no idea. We all just looked at each other and was like, can I ask you this? Did you feel like, cause this is how I felt too. Did you feel like you wanted to shake her? Oh my gosh. To wake her up. You're going to make me cry. Stop. <laughs> Do you need more tissue? I got it. <laughs> um, I laugh awkwardly oh my when God. I'm like me trying too. to fight the emotion. So it's not that I'm like insensitive. It's not. I just laugh to like 
To avoid the, to, the to crying. Avoid the tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, that's me too. That's why I'm like laughing and crying at the same time. Because so you're like, oh. Girl, I can ball out right now. <laughs> we all can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am. Um, you I, literally want to shake? I wanted to shake my grandmother awake. Yeah. And did you felt that. Same thing. Ugh. I'm not the cra- I'll go only crazy one then. I feel no. better that you felt that yeah, one too. Because you just are like, that's that can't be it. Like, like you're, nah, because, you're playing, you're exactly, sleeping. you're sleeping. Like your body's still there, but they're not awake. So you just like wake up, wake up. Like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like we don't want that. Yeah, we don't, we don't that. want, we don't want that. that. Like come back, come, come back. back. You're almost like just so in denial. Literally. So, so you're in the room with your sister and your brother, and it's just you guys. Um, no. So my um, sister's um, boyfriend was in there as well, and then um, my mom's dad was in there my grandpa oh okay and then um my ex-boyfriend mm. was in there we'll get that the to that in a second yeah <laughs> <laughs> alluding to another yeah. uh, thing so um so your mom moves on yeah and um so at this point well before that happened you said she was coherent so were you having conversations with her I would have conversations with her. So when she was in, when it was the last day, there was really no conversation. Mm. Um, but the days before that, there was little conversations. She wasn't really able to speak oh, so much. Gotcha. Um, but she would, when we, I had a serious, con- oh my God, it's going to be right. I had a conversation with her and I was like, I know it's your time, mm. but I want you to know that we're going to be okay. And that you're going to be okay. But always send me a sign that you're with me. Girl. (laughs) And I told her to always send me butterflies whenever she's with me. (laughs) Well, I don't know why we're laughing. I'm just, we're really We are the same. We are clinging on (laughs) to not let the tears flow. I think that's what it is. Oh my God. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Um, And you asked her to send you butterflies and she said okay she said okay she said okay oh and I was like I love you and she said I love you that is that is probably the most beautiful conversation you probably had with your mom that was my last conversation with her I love that for you thank you I think because you can move forward with your life knowing that you said one, it's okay mm-hmm. to go because she's obviously so much pain. Right. You know, her body's just not functioning. It's failing her. And, you know, when you have a family member that's on the brink yeah. of moving on, they want to sit, hear it like it's okay right. because they're hanging on so much. So much, especially for her kids. Like, that was the one thing she did not want to let go of Yeah, was her kids. And I think that's what kept her going for so long. Oh my God, I'm getting so much. <laughs> so you had that conversation and you'll never forget it. Never. And you know, you told your mom you loved her. And she said it back. And I was like, so surprised yeah. and so shocked. And I was like, okay, that's all I wanted. That was it. And that's kind mm-hmm. of a, a little bit of closure for you. Like the start it, of yeah. this new life. Right new life of you dealing with almost an injury that, sorry, an injury that almost kind of like derailed how you function normally. Mm -hmm. And then also a life 
without your mother. Without my mom. Yeah, someone that you've known for so long. For so long, yeah. Like, And you just think, like, she can't, you know, she's not going to be able to see me, physically see me, like, get better. Yeah. And that part was, like... The worst. The worst The part. dagger in the heart. Yeah. <sighs> so let's talk about... Um, so your boyfriend at the time was there when your mom passed. Mm-hmm. Where was he very close to your family? Um, yeah, he was pretty close to, you know, like my brother and sisters, um, mostly my sister and her boyfriend at the time. And then, um, I, you know, I wanted him there. Um, I don't like to live with regrets, but I do kind of like, I'm like, I get that. It's all right. Yeah, I kind of wish I didn't have him there because I didn't want him to experience seeing it. Um, and obviously you guys aren't together anymore. We're not together, now. So how no. long were you guys together for? Um, for about almost three years. That's a long time. Yeah. That's that's not a small it's feat. Not, that's, you know, yeah. that's an investment. That's an investment. <laughs> yeah, that part, that part. So, and he, so he was with you when you got injured. He was with me when I got injured. Like he, he went was, to the hospital that night. He was night. there for you. I called him. He was the second person I called. Um, yeah, he was there. And he's been helping you this whole time. He's been helping. Um, yeah, he was. He stayed with me in the hospital some nights. Um, so he's a good guy. Great guy. <laughs> great guy. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys meet? Um, through mutual friends. Okay. Yeah. Great so, guy. Can't complain. Um, so what happened after your mom passed away and, you know, you're grieving, absolutely just grieving. How did he show his support in that way? I mean, that's a lot. Um, I'll be really honest. He was very, um, not really supportive. Um, I didn't really feel supported by him. So in the way that, like, maybe you just needed a hug or... You but I someone. Did, yeah, and I just needed a hug. I just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Like somebody who I thought was like my best friend. Um, three years is a lot. Yeah, and mind you, ups and downs. We were not every the relationship. Best. That's yeah, okay. exactly. And um, you know, after my injury was kind of um, when I knew things were just not going so well. So I was like, okay, you know. That's when you started noticing things were changing. Yeah. Do you feel like it was changing because? Maybe he's thinking like, oh, wow, like, I'm, I'm not equipped to deal with this or this might change Nikki of who I thought Nikki was. Both. Got I it. thought of both. Hmm. I was like, am I not worth, you know, do I not deserve him? Like, does- like you're not my ride or die, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I didn't feel like. I I just felt useless. Like, okay, I'm not that girl anymore because of this happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want to take... I mean, your girlfriend just broke her back. You don't know what her life is about to be, but you know that you still have a full life. And he just, you and know... You've invested little, three years together. Three years, but that's hard to put on somebody. And then her mom passing away at the same time. I can't imagine what he was thinking. Like we never really talked about it. Mm. Um, but it's clearly for the best because you know, my life's been fine. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I felt very, um, alone. So you told me that he broke up with you. He Mm -hmm. ended it Mm -hmm. like two days after your mom passed away. Yeah. So that's true. 
Yeah. It was the same week. How did um, that even happen? Did he call, text? Was it in person? I'm so nosy. No, girl. It's totally okay. But to be honest, like, I still don't really remember how it happened. Like, I just remember him telling me it's just not working out. And it was it was in person. And, you know, I remember it was... It was outside, mm-hmm. and he just was like, it's just not working out. And I asked him, like, why? And he was just like, it's just not it's just not working out. And that was it. And you're just so depleted at this time, emotionally, physically. So physically, you're just like, okay. That's, that was literally it. And, you know, like, of course I tried to talk to him after because I was still so confused. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a conversation. Like I said, three years is not a short amount of time. You're investing your time Mm -hmm. with somebody and opening up, you know, just... And he just saw you probably in the most critical times of your life. And so many of my friends who were at the hospital when he was there, they were like, he's a good guy. He's oh my a good god! Guy. He's oh, a good guy. No, and so that's tough. You know, it was a little tough because it was because he's probably he is a good guy. He clearly. is a good guy. Yes, but it he just, just wasn't ready to handle what life was throwing at me. Yeah. So I can't even be upset with. And to this day, you still don't know for sure, like what it was. Still don't know. Have you guys talked since? Mm-mm. You're kidding. No. Do you know what he's doing with his life? No. You don't stalk him on Instagram? Girl, no. <laughs> You're lying. No, I honestly, I don't. I, I'm kidding. I, no. <laughs> I've gone, um, like, I would, you know how, like, you, after you break up, you go to text them, and the conversation's just, it wasn't there anymore. He would be really short, and I was like, I don't you need that. You just didn't have time for that anymore. I just did not have time like, for that. Like, your bandwidth was so pushed out beyond your limits right. and what you were dealing with because the grief was so heavy. So heavy. like That, my, that was just so, such a minor blip in your life at that point that you were like, I can't even... You don't have the patience for it. Like, fuck you. Okay, ah! I get it. <laughs> I get it. But like, damn, you really did that? That's so at really... that point, I was like, all right, bet. That's cool. So you were angry, clearly. I was. I was pretty hurt. But at the same time, I was like... You're like, yeah. Um, I was hurt, but I was also not focused on it. Yeah, like I said, you had a huge <laughs> hole in your heart from yeah. the most important person in your life, which right. is your mom. Mm-hmm. And that is just in itself just something bigger than you mm-hmm. and bigger than some relationship that you. he showed him who he was to you and he showed his cards and... You just took it for what it was because it's the truth. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, you want a partner that you know has got your back. Right. Like, no matter what. When the they good, say the bad, the ugly. Help. Exactly. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that was, you know. To but... the worst parts of your life, the best times of your life. And I think, you know, that was just a sign from, yeah, I don't know what you believe in, but that was just a sign of just like, okay, I'm going to take this stress away because Mm -hmm. it's so minor right and you've got other things to worry about exactly so exactly when we talked about this you're really good about forgiveness Mm -hmm. and you were just so understanding of you immediately were like oh I just that's a lot for a person to handle 
you're very it sound yeah. about it. <laughs> and I was like, you're not pissed? Right. Jen was like, girl, I would be upset. I'd be like, <laughs> screw you, loser. Right. You know, I would never say that to somebody, but <laughs> in my head, I'd be like, you're such a wuss. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. That is a lot for mm-hmm. someone else to handle. And you are just so gracious about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just something so important in, in the sense of breakups and stuff like that. Like we did invest and spend a lot of time right. with our partners. And at one point we truly cared and loved for them that over time, of course, you can get to a place of forgiveness. Yeah. Not forgetting. Not forgetting. You know, like if someone cheated. Right. You can forgive them for their action, for, you know, making a mistake, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean you'll forget. And that doesn't exactly. mean that's like, hey, come back in my life. No. And sometimes people don't want to forgive and that's okay. You can just forgive yourself for maybe putting yourself through something like that right. or maybe making excuses for them or just whatever it is that you're feeling guilt of. But I think forgive is, forgiveness is the most powerful thing. It is so powerful. So moving on from your ex, I mean, clearly, right. like, <laughs> we're moving as fast as he moved. So. Literally. <laughs> so to wrap it up, in a matter of, what, four months? Three months. Three months, you break your back, mm-hmm. you lose your mother, mm-hmm. and you lose someone you loved as a partner of yeah. three years that you dedicated your life to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, a lot. A lot. That is just life just slapping you in the face. Back to back mm-hmm. to back. So everything happens. Are you kind of sitting there like, what's next? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is when it all changed. <laughs> okay. I, I think my this is when my mindset just was like, okay, you know, like I really need to do something. Like I can't sit around and mope. I literally just lost my mom. Like, that was my biggest thing. And I have a voicemail that she had sent me in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I did not see that voicemail until the next day after the breakup. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Signs. Because she was completely alive when she sent that. This was before oh, the heart attack. Before. This was before everything. She sounded so good. Oh, my God. And I did not hear it until the next day after that breakup. You're kidding. I'm dead serious. Like, when people show you signs, are you... You, you believe it. You, you open your eyes to it. To these signs. Like, oh, wow. And that voicemail... Oh, my God. You want to play it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you. What did she say? Um... She just said, you know, I know it's probably hard to get your phone right now, um, but I just want you to know, life, you always go through hiccups, but I know you're doing well, and I know you're going to get through it. Oh, my gosh. And I listen to that voicemail every single time I'm feeling down. Yeah, and you still have it. Still have it. You want to know what's funny? Not funny, but you're not alone in this. I've saved a voicemail from my grandmother. Like, (sighs) I refuse to delete it. Never delete it. So you listen to this voicemail. Yeah. And then your whole life changes. Literally. Like, your whole course of your life. So you're dealt a really hard, you know, hand of cards here. You have options. Mm -hmm. Two options. You can go this way Mm -hmm. of 
I'm just going to feel sorry for myself right. and just kind of sit in my own shit and just do nothing and be in fear. Right. Or I'm going to go this way and I'm going to fight as hard as I can to just recover from this injury, mm-hmm. you know, in the honor of my mom, like I'm going to show her cause she's watching. Right. I'm going to do this for her and her legacy and how I'm going to honor her. Uh, yeah. And then my ex like, okay, like you can watch me like <laughs> you can see me on the sidelines. Yeah. 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 But, but you now you're opened to meeting someone that is everything that you've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of breaking open. Literally. Yeah. And so sometimes the moments where we face the most adversity is like the most educational moments. Honest, yeah. On that little document I sent you, I, I put grieving is actually the healing. I saw that at the bottom. I was going to highlight that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I loved it. So you make the choice to go the route where you're going to keep fighting. I'm going to fight. Like it I'm, just clicked in you. Literally. Like after listening to that, I think I called my doctor and I was like, okay, when can I start physical therapy? I s- swear I went the next week. Wow. So you had the fire burning in you already. You yeah. were just motivated. You I was were just ready. like, we're starting. This is the new chapter of my life. Yeah. And I'm ready for it. And they were like three months. You just broke your back. You want to be in physical therapy after three months? Everyone's like, that's like the shortest time period. And I was like... When is like the recommended period? Six months. Six months. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I had so many... The support system I had was just phenomenal. So I was like, you know what? I mean, your sister, she's like an angel. Literally. <laughs> oh literally. God, this like this whole time. The entire time. Oh she would take me to physical therapy. She was in the doctor's office with me. Like, she never left my side. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And it's just, I bless her soul because, man, don't know what I would do without her. That's a lot. Yeah, and it's a lot for her because, like, she couldn't really live her life, you know? like Yeah, everything kind of goes on pause. And that makes you, you feel like... You feel guilty. I feel so guilty. But then it's just like, it's just a situation. There's nothing you can do. And I'm thankful that she was there to be there for I me. I mean, she could have been like, bye. Bye, I'm going out. Yeah. Like, yeah, bye. But like, no, she stayed oh, in with yourself? me. Okay, cool. Okay, you got it. Yeah, exactly. You got it, but no. So you start physical therapy. Yeah. And you probably <sighs> get a hard dose of reality. Girl, I cried my first day. I, cr- I cried every day. Because it was painful or just overwhelming at the journey ahead to recover? Um, a little bit of both. The doctor was like, okay, I need to see, like, your limits, what you can do still, like... And you were still just, like, ground... You were just, like, from the beginnings. Right, yeah. Like, he was like, okay, let's see how far you could reach to touch your toes. You know, like, you're a dancer. You just... Yeah. You know, yeah, gymnast, (laughs) touch your toes. I couldn't even... Couldn't even bend. I could barely even bend. Oh, my gosh. And I was like... I just started crying. It's frustrating. I can't even imagine that, how frustrating that is because you're so used to one way. Again, we take it for granted. Yeah. And then now you're like, no, no, we got to start over. Start all over. So in total, how long has it taken you to recover? Um, oh, that's a great question. I don't really know. I started training with Jasper. Okay. Um, yeah. He was a trainer at Equinox. Amazing. 
Um, he pretty much helped me just like boost my confidence and then things I was able to do, like I was scared to do, but he would be like, no girl, let's go. Like you got it. You just got to do it. Yeah. You just got to do it. So I think in total, like it took me about a year to recover. I'm still not fully recovered. Oh no. And, and this is one thing I really want to put on my Instagram more is that I am not fully recovered. Um, Mm. I'm still working on things. Um, I can, so I had so much nerve damage. Um, oh, wow. when I was in the hospital, like people touching my legs, it would burn. It felt like fire. Like it oh felt gosh. like I was being burned. So they had to put compression socks on me. I had to wear sweats the entire time. Like okay. I never wore shorts because if you were to just go like, you know, a little mm-hmm. touch, mm-hmm. it would shock me. Jesus. And, um, from that happening, it affected my legs or my ankles. So I'm able to go on to this toe, like I'm able uh-huh. to go on my toes, so yeah. on this leg. Mm-hmm. But my right leg, there's no... I put so much pressure down onto my toes, you I cannot... I can't... I, I feel nothing. I can't lift anything. And is that something you've spoken to with your doctor? Um, yeah. And they, they're just like, that's just kind of... It's going to take time. Mm. Um, because that's just, you know, a side effect that happened when all uh, your, my yeah, your, your spine, spine. <laughs> yeah, it connects to everything. Yeah. Um, so they said it's going to take time. Um, I'm going to have to go back into physical therapy. Um, they have to do like the grasping. They just really got a massage, yeah. not massage, you know, like get deep down into my feet and then we'll just start working on being on my toes more. Wow. Um, so that's been your major thing. Major, um, that you've still been feeling yeah. to this day. To this day. What about anything else with your back? My back? Because I saw you doing some handstands. Yeah, girl. <laughs> How some, did that feel? Great. I Not, love and it. nothing happened. But nothing. Wow. My back has been great. Um, the doctor told me, he was like, honestly, we just perfected your back. Your back was already messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, you're... Um, my back, I guess, was just already messed up from gymnastics. Of course. Yeah, just he was like, <laughs> you were like, your back kind of went longer than anything, like your spine. So you're taller now. Yeah, I think oh so. I goodness. think that's what it is. So he what? was like, honestly, we just perfected your back. I was having back problems prior to my back injury, you know, my back injury. And now you're not. I don't really feel anything unless I sleep wrong. Mm, yeah, that's a given for sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so. You're here now on the other side of all of the toughest points of your life. Mm -hmm. Would you agree those are the toughest points in your life? Honestly, the toughest. The toughest. toughest. Because it was like back to back to back. changing. It was like, here's more. Here's more. (laughs) When they say three times the charm, like, you you hit me. Okay, I got it. You're like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. Give me a break. Give me a break. I'm going to change my life for the better. (laughs) So... You've gained your strength back. Mm-hmm. You've gained your confidence back. Yes. You got your mojo back. Got it back. <laughs> got it back. <laughs> you know, you're still clearly to this day, to the second, dealing with the repercussions of your injury. Mm-hmm. The journey's not yet over, Mm-mm. but you've come a hell of a long way. Such a long way. Just from what we spoke about to now, it's... It's incredible. It's so Thank inspiring. You. Thank you. To not only me, but I think to everybody out there just to see your road mm. to just recovery and just to who you are now. 
So on Instagram, like I said in the beginning, you know, you post a lot of inspirational things and you just share like tidbits that you just genuinely love to share because right. I think you just want people to win. I just want, yeah, exactly. You I just, just want, you rally for people. I, you, I do. Genuinely. Genuinely just want people to better themselves yeah. and just know that you're not alone. You're very selfless in what you've learned through yes. this. And you post you training your clients, you post your workouts, you post mobility stuff. So you're doing more and more stuff with kettlebells, all these things, doing a handstand, yoga. Like it's almost like nothing ever happened to you. Right. And it, I will say I cry probably every workout. I tear up. Legit. Every workout. Legit. Legit. Like a client. Wait, that's so sweet. It's because like, you know, you don't, people think that working out is like, I got to work out because I want to have this body. I, you know, I look at this girl on Instagram. She looks great. I want that ass. I want the, But that was your life before. That was my life before. Isn't it so crazy to look at who you were before this all happened and what your mindset was? And then you look at yourself now and you're like, how did I even function like that? Like, how do I even move through life? Right. Do people like me? Did, I, that's what I thought. I was like, who, okay, like, I thought I was nice, but like, dang, like, I really, really cared about what people thought about me. I really cared about um, my body so much, just having to look a certain way. Like, I probably yeah. would do 50 sit-ups, 100 sit-ups after eating candy. Wow. And now I'm like, girl, eat that candy. You're just so at peace with yourself. I mean, why not? Like when you, when I see you every time I, you know, I would see you at the gym or now Mm -hmm. you just have this air about yourself of like just glowing and just so at peace and just so centered. Mm -hmm. You, you went through the fire. Yeah. You went through hell. Like you get a break. Yeah. (laughs) You get a break, and I hope a break for a really long time. Very long time, I hope. So, you know, you find this purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, in the notes, you said, my injury gave me purpose. Literally. Reading that sentence was, (sighs) I just said, wow, and I read it over Mm -hmm. and over again. I was like, my injury gave me purpose. Can you just talk about someone that can turn a whole shitty situation into a good one? Like... That's you. Yeah. I mean, I just had to find, like, the beauty in it. Because you had no other option. No other option. Because you weren't going to settle for just settling into your own misery. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you were like, I can't. And for my mom's sake, like, she would not want me to be like that. She would right. not be want me sitting at home doing nothing. She would want me doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. She always knew I loved fitness. She always knew, I, you know, athlete, grew up doing that, grew up loving it. So the what I'm doing now, I, I feel, is in honor of my mom mm-hmm. and an honor of myself. Um, if I could, you know, preach to anybody about not taking, you know, taking, not taking your body for granted, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, if I'm able to help that person too, to be able to do that, I'm... For sure going to do it. You're like, listen, I've been through some shit. Listen, honey. <laughs> so listen. You better listen to me. <laughs> yeah, right. So Snack Shop LA, that mm-hmm. is your training handle? 
pretty much my, yeah, my brand that I'm trying and it will be big with. Um, I know I'm excited for that. Um, can you just open a fitness studio already called snack shop LA? Girl, that is the goal. <laughs> I love that. That is the goal. Do you know how big that's going to be? I hope it goes real big. Cause that's what, that's the, definitely the goal is to have a fitness studio <laughs> somewhere in like a good community where anybody could come. I just want people to be safe and to be comfortable and to be yeah. welcomed in all walks of life in all walks of life. Yeah. Like don't feel discouraged. I know people walk into gyms and they're like, you know, what do I do? Yeah. And there's like a, a look and, and just like, right. You're just, you just want all people, all walks of life, all levels of fitness, all levels. I like that. But I feel like there's not a lot of places like there's that. There's not. And the one thing I just really want, um, you know, the snack shop is like my biggest concern is I want you to feel good. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel healthy because you are able to move your body and you are able to Li- you know, have people listen to you if you ever need somebody to listen to you. And, right. and don't feel like, you know, she looks this way, like, I can't do that. Like, no, girl, you you got it. Or, you know, God, yeah, you got just, it. just, like, own what you have because everyone's going to look different. Right. The outcome's always going to be different. So as long as you just focus on that. And work on it. Which I think is it. huge because that's a good message to go mm-hmm. with. And I think when you are locked into the wrong things, your training journey will just be a crap shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it, it just won't happen for you. Mm, mm, but when mm-hmm. you focus on the right things and you just trust. Trust the process. Yeah, if you just trust that, like, what I'm depositing right now is eventually going to show up for me, right. then, you know, it'll all work out. Just, you know, don't take it for granted. So you're coming up on your three-year anniversary of your injury. Yes. How does that make you feel? Excited, um, mixed emotions. emotional. Yeah, because um, yeah. you look back. You, I, yeah, you look back. Every, I mean, I look back every single day. But mm-hmm. on that day, is like, wow. Just like every year, you just level up and level up and level up. And yeah. I'm just, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I don't know if you've heard that enough. I know it's hard for people to say those things. Yeah. But do you believe that? Yeah. Okay, good. When people say I'm proud of you, I'm like, thank you. You're like, yes, like, I honestly, am proud of myself. Yeah, I'm about to cry when you tell me that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad that you believe it. Um, so after everything that you had been through, what would you, what's your biggest advice for someone that has lost a parent? Oh, okay. Um... Losing a parent is really, really hard. It's, um, it honestly never does get easier. But you just learn to appreciate the past. You learn to appreciate the present. And you learn to appreciate the future. Mm-hmm. And to never forget those memories with that person. And just only think of those memories. Yeah. Don't think of anything else. And life is precious. And life is so precious because literally, like, me, I never thought breaking my back would happen. Yeah, no. But my life changed so mm-hmm. fast, losing my mom that quick. Yeah. Um, just to hang on to the good memories. Just hang on to the good memories. Learn to be in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And don't stress about the little things in yeah. life. Because they really don't matter at the end of the day. They literally don't matter. Money does not matter. Oh, no. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. It really does You not. know, the fashion designer stuff and all that is great. Love it. For short term. For short term. Does it really, you know, satisfy you? 
Sure. Yeah, I mean, when you're at the end of the road of life, I'm sure a lot of thoughts go through your head mm-hmm. of like, dang, I should have done this, I should have done that. And I don't think it's ever monetary. Yeah. You know, the regrets are never monetary. From like everything that I've read about or have experienced of people that have lost people and I've experienced of my own loss, mm, yeah. the monetary aspect of life never runs through someone's brain um, when they're facing the end. Right. They're more of regretful of like, I should have spent more time here. I should have done this. I yeah. should have not listened to my parents and done what made me happy. You know, stuff like that. Right. So what would your advice be for someone that's, you know, dealing with an injury and looking at a road ahead of full recovery? Um, literally just trust the process. Yeah. And to always believe in yourself because it's and trust yourself first Mm. of all trust yourself Mm. because Mm -hmm. if you don't trust yourself I feel like you're really not going to go any any further that you want to go set goals Mm -hmm. like for me I was like okay I was jumping on the trampoline um the third day of um physical therapy I was crying but I'm going to make sure that the next day I go, I'm going to be okay, but I'm going to be able to do a couple more jumps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want to set goals when you have an injury. and but you just, just kept pushing for more. Just keep pushing for more, but just trust yourself and trust the process. And don't try not to get in your head so much. Yes, it's so hard, but if you just enjoy it at the moment and know that you're getting better, then everything will just flow yeah. and you'll get better. For sure. Um, what would your advice be on breakups? Oh. Someone, you know, ending <laughs> a relationship where you thought it was one way and it came out to be another, you know, how, what would you advise people from your own personal experience, mm-hmm. like how to move forward? Um, you really do try to just learn to let go. Mm. Um, takes time. And it takes time. Yeah. And when I say let go, like don't let go of like, you know, the good moments that you had with that person. I just mean by letting go and because you're allowing something else to open up into your life Mm -hmm. that will just help you become the person you want to be. Like everything happens for a reason, obviously. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when one door closes, the next one will open. And you believe in that firmly. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I think you're like the poster child of that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everything, I think once the breakup happened, it was like things just started flowing in. Yeah, it was almost like that obstacle had to be taken out in order for you to start moving forward in your life and start rewriting, not rewriting, but like turning the page. Pretty much, yeah. Because you had to be a new version of yourself. Literally. You had no choice. No choice. Because if you didn't push hard and you didn't have the mental grit, like... Who knows where you would have been right. today? You and know? I always think of that. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Literally. It, yeah. Because you know really it could have been one way. Yeah. You know, because you were a person, a different person before this all happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe your mindset was a little bit more negative. Maybe like, yeah, like your perception was maybe different. Totally. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't really um, have enough gratitude, I mm. feel like, in life. Yeah. I was just living day by day. I didn't mm. really appreciate the little things in life like my body for instance I really didn't really appreciate it like again like like you punished it for yeah for eating that candy like girl no you're able to walk like you're able to move yeah you're able to you know be healthy 
So there's this quote that I wanted to share with you. It's, the only thing that overcomes hard luck is hard work. Oh. By Harry Golden. He is an American author. Oh, okay. I, that's all I know about him. I like that. Yeah. That's actually a really good quote. Yeah, because you had a hell of a hard luck. <sighs> yeah. But you just pushed so hard. I mean, I can't even, like, it's just, I can't even put it into words how amazing this part of your life is and to see you now and just to know the details of everything that you went through you really just made leaps and bounds over the hardest points that a human ever a human being can ever endure thank you and (laughs) for you to just like be smiley and be positive and telling people to love themselves it's truly remarkable. Oh, thank you. You're going to really make now, me I want you to know this, that you're a very special person, and I thank believe you. that you know, you're know you here for a reason. We all are, and I think you've found your purpose. Unfortunately, it had to be through something really tough, mm-hmm. but the people that go through the hardest things in life are the most special people, I think, yeah. and they have the most to offer the world with their thoughts, with their words, through their love. Um, yeah, you, you're you a fucking badass. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Do you not believe it? Because I believe it. I shit. believe it. Um, I mean, I'm like in awe of you. Like you, you think I inspire? Like, please. Girl. I'm over here like, oh, I hurt my wrist because I slept on it wrong. <laughs> oh, my arm sore from my vaccine. How am I going to work out? You're over here like, I broke my back. Right. <laughs> And I'm over here jumping on a trampoline in two day and the second day of my injury or physical therapy. You know, um, I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to bring humor to I this. I know you're doing training. great, darling. <laughs> you But I appreciate you so much. Have you always been a resilient person? I feel like I have, but I don't feel like I I feel like I have, but I feel like before my injury I was not as open mm. as I am now. Open in what way? Um, as in being myself, I feel like Um, I always had to portray a certain... Like you were always downplaying yourself. Like you were always playing small. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just being your authentic self Mm -hmm. will open, open up so many new doors and just have people just appreciate you in such a different level. It's less stressful to live that way. So less stressful. Because <laughs> you don't have to remember the lies. Yeah, it was <laughs> just that kidding, kidding. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like, just being yourself has just helped so you much. You can go to bed at night, like, no problem. Girl, I'm going night-night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just pull the covers up and you're like, <sighs> all right. That day is over. It's over. So a resilient person, there's like a couple different traits that um, create a resilient person is optimism. That's what I think of you. Mm -hmm. And adaptability. You took something and you made it something even bigger than probably you even imagined would be Mm -hmm. your future. And I just want people to know that, you know, healing is never linear. Yeah. It's up and down. It's up and down. Grieving is never linear either. You grieve in different ways. Yep. By the way, has your mom sent you signs? Oh my gosh, girl. Let's talk about butterflies. And you know what's so crazy? <laughs> I commented on one of your you photos. You did. With a butterfly. With a butterfly. And I didn't know this. And you I was about that? to see you this yes. week. Yes. You know, I thought of what's that. What's your mom's soon- name? 
Kathy. Kathy! Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, I know you hear me. Right. When you commented I you. on that, I, was, tricks. I literally started crying. Wait, stop! Yeah, I literally oh started crying. God, I'm getting chills. I literally started crying. Yeah. And I was going to mention that, too, today when I came. And I just put it together. You did. Because Kathy whispered in my yeah, ear. See? No, she didn't, She's but you know always what I'm sending signs. So she, when, what was the first sign? Ooh, this is, this is, this is, this is tough. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, my first sign was actually a year later. Um, mm-hmm. A year later or two years later. I think it was maybe two. Um, but I went on a hike. And, um, it was, oh yeah, it was my second year anniversary of my back. Okay. And I went on a hike and I went to, Wait, to the day. Yeah. Oh wow. It okay. was at the day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for this. I know. And, um, I was at the top of the mountain and it's, um, in Malibu and it's, you know, um, you can literally see the clouds, like you're above the clouds mm-hmm. and I just started crying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I started crying. You're just like overwhelmed with some feelings. Some feelings like, of, you know, I'm able to climb this, you know, mountain or, you know, just, I don't know, just a bunch of emotions. And when you're up there, you're just like, okay, I could breathe. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you just see like a bunch of butterflies just fly right past me. And I was like, I'm already crying, but this <laughs> <laughs> just brought you to your knees. And then I posted that video of my second anniversary. Oh, okay. That same, the ne- that's, I think it was that same day, actually. Wow. Yeah. Like, because I was so nervous on posting it, and I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah. being vulnerable and putting it out there is, like, really, it's really, really tough. Hard. It's yeah. hard to put yourself out there, because people are rude. Um, girl, yeah. <laughs> people are jerks. Jerks. Clearly, so. they were honking at you when you had a full brace on. When... I went to the grocery store my first time, like out of, um, still in a walker, like uh-huh. I was, had my back brace on. This lady did not care that I had any of that on and she literally rammed her cart into me. That was oh. my first day out. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I'm LA, not- you're really not helping yourself. Right. Either. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that was your first sign. Yeah. She kept her word. She did. And it was, and I think she knew when to do it at a certain time because I was super emotional that day. And were you leading up to this, like after? Did you remember you? Did you remember yourself telling her about asking for signs? So were you always looking for them? Always looking, and this time I was not. You looking. were not looking. I was not looking. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I never look, but I'm always surrounded by butterflies. It's really sweet. Yeah, it's 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 really sweet, but I get very very emotional whenever. Um, and my I, friends know. My friends know about the butterfly thing, so whenever they see a butterfly, they're like, "Oh, hi, mom." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so sweet. I mean, loss of someone you love. I I just I believe you'll never get over it. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying in general, in general like anybody. It's just. Even talking about my own grandmother sometimes, or even thinking about her, mm-hmm. I get choked up. Like, I tense up, and it's very emotional for me. Mm-hmm. And I finally have... That was, like, seven, eight years ago. And you're finally able to heal from it? Well... Or is it... No, I'm saying, like, it's just... I think it's always going to hit a nerve. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I can be... Driving. Driving. I could be laying down at night when I'm alone in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I can even be, like in my 50s and I know that it will like strike a nerve oh, yeah. and it will be heavy for me mm-hmm. and I'm a firm believer that like 
that just will never leave you. And not in a negative way that you're not no. going to get over it. It's right. just like, it's, it's heavy stuff. It's, it's heavy. It's super touching. And you honestly, like for me, like I honestly just find myself driving and all of a sudden I'm just crying, you know? And, and like you said, I, when I'm probably when I'm 50, it's just going to hit again. And of course, I mean, that's your parent. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know what you want in your life. Like, do you want marriage and kids? Like, this is what you're going to have to tell your your family, your future husband, explain to them, you know, this was who my mom was. Oh, and that's the most emotional part for oh. me. I know. And so I'm always like, you know, like, I'm, um, oh. You'll be okay. Yeah. By the time that happens, you'll, you'll be a little more okay with it. But it'll still still sting. Cause I yeah you know you you always want your kids to meet your mom and trust me I want my things like grandma that. at my wedding right? if I do get married especially grandma Gosh. she grandma was the one. Mm. Um, so before we wrap up, what were the biggest lessons you learned from all of this? If you can just give me like three, three life lessons. Um, Never take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. That is a huge life lesson. Um, this is tough because I don't... What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I know, I'm trying to like... There's no wrong or right answer. Never take life for granted. Always find the beauty in everything that you do. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And honestly, just love yeah. Just love, like, love yourself, love others, love what you do. Like, everything you do, be rooted in just, love. Exactly. Yeah. Just surround yourself with love. I think those are great lessons that you've taken away from it. Those are good. Yeah. Don't feel embarrassed. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no one's grading your work here. That's it. That's your truth. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so, moving forward in your life, what are you doing now as like a part of your schedule or your ritual to keep you moving forward? You know, I know you do yoga. Yeah. You journal. All the time. You meditate. Meditation has been the biggest, um, biggest thing since physical therapy. And my physical therapist, actually, he got me into meditation. It changes like the makeup of yourself. Oh my like, goodness. Just that act in itself, like what it does to you biologically and or physiologically is impactful it's like a light switch like I could be having the hardest day and I'm like so down on myself and I'm like why though like and then all of a sudden I I'm like okay I'm gonna meditate later I mm -hmm. go to meditate and mm -hmm. just such a relief is just taken off my shoulders like you're more centered I'm more you're centered grounded. balanced yeah like yeah. I just feel more of myself and if I don't meditate, like, there are some days where I, like, go a day or, you know, I don't. I'm like, okay, okay I'm fine. Like, I, I'm okay. Honestly, I don't feel as centered when I don't meditate. Like, yeah. I try to at least take at least five five minutes out of my day to just breathe. Get quiet. Get quiet and just focus. Yeah, so that's been a huge part of your life now mm -hmm. because of, you know, everything that you've had to endure. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you want to share? Like, what's your message? I know gratitude is something that you really live your life by. Right. And you never did before. No, I didn't really... Like, truly grasp the concept of, like, gratitude. Like, gratitude is more of... More than just saying, I'm thankful for my bed. Right. Like, 
gratitude. It's, deeper than that. it's way deeper. Like I say thank you to myself every morning when I put one foot down off my bed and when I put the other foot down off my bed. Yes. Because let me tell you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But when I'm gonna wake up in the next couple of days, I'm not even gonna think about that because right. I never had to go through that and mm-hmm. you did. But even people who haven't gone through it should honestly just We should think. <laughs> we yeah. should. You take a step, say thank you. Exactly. You take another step, say thank you. But your life has been so rocked in that way that the simplest thing of just taking a step out of bed right. is something that you will never take for granted again. Never. Which is insane mm-hmm. in in a term in the terms of like just going through normal life people don't think about that nobody yeah nobody thinks about yeah. that yeah oh and, my god and there's even times where I'm even like just walking and I'm just like girl you better say thank you today <laughs> like <laughs> I could walk up these steps I'm gonna say thank you like there would be times I would go to the Clover City stairs and I said thank you every time I took a step I love that because it's that is like I don't know. The human body is just, it's your temple. It's incredible what it can it's do. It's incredible. And what your brain can do. What your brain can do. Like it, it's actually responsible for everything that you do and function and take steps. It takes steps. Yeah. Like it's, it's phenomenal. And what's crazy is I didn't really know much about the spine or the back, like mm. before my injury. Now you know everything. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm like, I know everything. You got you back your, problems. I got you. You got your PhD in spine. Girl, I should. <laughs> Maybe that's my next goal. Maybe. <laughs> Let's write it down. Yeah, I mean, Manifest I would love to see where you go next. Um, of you. course, Snack Shop LA is your main thing right now. It's coming up. And maybe opening your own fitness studio, which is incredible. That name is perfect, Thanks. especially for Los Angeles. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I seriously can't believe all those stories you told me. I'm disappointed, LA. It's unfortunate. It's all right. Maybe yeah. someone had a bad day. When they watch this, you know, maybe we'll be like, do better. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She was the one taking her time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just so happy that we were able to sit down and do this. Me too. I'm so excited. And you are as open as you are and just willing to just share your message with people. And you're someone that doesn't force the message on people, which is fantastic. Yeah. And not saying, Look at me, this is what happened to me. You know, no. you're so humble and Thank you. You're just so generous with your time and just your messaging and, you know, what you believe in and what your purpose is. And I think what you're doing is just you're changing people's lives and I don't even think you know it. There's some days where I don't know it and I'm just... You know, there's some days that you'll never know. Yeah. And... I want you to just keep pushing forward and keep thank fighting you. forward because I'm literally so excited to see where life takes you oh, next. Thank you. And I get to be a part of it because we're you friends. You do. Yeah, you're coming to Snack Shop. <laughs> yes. She please. got a pull up still. I don't know I, where she's been at, but she's I've busy. I've been working. Yeah, she's busy. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm here with her now. <laughs> I know. No, like, yeah. But I'm, I'm sure thank the you. listeners are going to look at this story and you know, always remember you and what you went through and be like, well, Nikki went through this. Like I could go through anything. So I can do this. Exactly. Or just take your little doses of wisdom that you post and appreciate it. And, you know, for someone like you to be in people's lives is really special. Like I said, 
Thank you. You got perspective. Oh, girl. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a very emotional person. I'm, I'm going to end this real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Before she gets emotional. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But again, thank you so, so much. Thank you. I appreciate you more than you know. And learning more and more about you is just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. That was good. Thank <laughs> you. I truly um, appreciate you. Thank you. Of course. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.